Like many of you, I listen to podcasts everywhere, even while traveling in a car like this Volkswagen I'm in now. While on a long drive, have you ever looked at the logo on your steering wheel or on your in-dash display and wondered, why is this car called what it's called? Where did they get the name Volkswagen? And why is this car called a Tiguan? Tiguan? What a strange word. Tiguan. Who calls a car a Tiguan? I'm Paul Elves. And this is History of Words. Chapter 3 Cars. It's 1937. A group of people are at a racetrack celebrating the start of their new car company. Members of the German Labour Front and the Nazi Party of Germany are gathered for a celebratory dinner. Since 1934, Adolf Hitler has been involved in organizing many ongoing projects into a single purpose. To create what he will call the People's Car. Or as he would say in German, Volkswagen. Many of those attending the dinner have helped finance the company in a savings scheme, which promised them to receive one of these Volkswagens. However, two years later in 1939, war will break out and none of them will receive their people's car. They will later sue the company and are awarded instead a 12% discount on a car purchase. From 1934 to 1944, to keep this short, let's just say that the vehicles are not built in an ethical manner with many labor camps being involved in their production. Volkswagen will go on to become a major player in the automobile game and will retain its name of the people's car. Volkswagen will produce many models, including the VW Atlas, named after Greek god Atlas, who was a titan and strongest of all the titans. He is often pictured in Greek mythology holding the world on his back which is how we come to call a book of maps an atlas. The VW Beetle was the original of Volkswagen or people's car and it was nicknamed by the German people as a Käfer or Beetle because its shape resembled that of a beetle. The name was officially adopted in 1940. The VW Corrado is named after the Spanish verb correr which means to run or sprint. The VW Golf isn't named after a sport. It's actually named after the German word Golf, which means Gulf Stream Ocean Current. The VW Passat was the first modern era people's car released in 1973, and it is named after the German word for trade winds, Passatwind. The VW Taos is an SUV designed specifically for North America and is named after a town in New Mexico. The VW Tiguan, a popular SUV. Tiguan is actually based on two German words. The word for tiger, tiger, and liguan, iguana. So the Tiguan is basically a tiger iguana. And in case you're wondering, the name was picked by a naming contest in German car magazine Autobild. The VW Jetta, a very popular sedan, debuted in 1979. The Jetta, an offshoot of the Golf, is similarly named after an ocean current, specifically the Atlantic jet stream, 
which is a very fast-flowing air current that blows across the Atlantic Ocean. And since we have more car companies to go through today, we'll finish off with the VW Sirocco, also named after an Airstream. This time the Sirocco, which is a hot, powerful wind from the Sahara that blows northeast across the Mediterranean Sea. Let's leave 1937 Germany while we still can and move backwards in time. It's 1903 and Gerald T. Ford, owner of Ford Motor Company, has just released his first car, the Model A. A year later, he will release the Model B and the Model C. He will continue this boring naming system all the way into the late 30s, when Ford actually begins to release cars with names. Fun fact, Elon Musk used a similar model naming system for his Tesla cars, except his are as follows, in order. Model S, Model 3, Model X, Model Y. So his first four models end up spelling the word sexy with the three standing in for the E. Tesla will then move on to produce a pickup truck of sorts called the Cybertruck. Back to Ford now, and many of their model names are self-explanatory, but here's a few that are interesting. Ford Torino, a muscle car built between 1968 and 1976, was named after the city of Turin, Italy, considered at the time to be the Detroit of Italy, meaning it was the hub of car manufacturing for the country. Ford Pinto, a piece of crap built from 1971 to 1980, known famously for bursting into flames during collisions, was named after a type of small horse. Also named after a type of horse, but a larger and faster one that doesn't burst into flames during a collision is the much larger and faster Ford Mustang. Most other Ford names are self-explanatory, so I'm going to move on to a few interesting car names from various companies, like, for example, Cadillac. Cadillac is a car company named after the 18th century French explorer who founded the city of Detroit, Michigan. His name was Antoine Lomé de la Mothe, Sieur de Cadillac. Wow, what a name. The company Fiat, as the old joke goes, stands for Fix It Again, Tony. But in reality, the company name comes from the Italian Fabrica Italiane Automobili Torino, or Italian Automobile Factory of Turin. Alfa Romeo Disco Volante. You have to see a picture of this thing for it to make sense that its name is Italian for flying saucer. Chevrolet Corvette. This car is named after small army warships named Corvettes. The name Corvette comes from the Middle Dutch word Corver, which means pursuit ship, or the Latin Corbita, meaning a slow-sailing ship of burden. Ferrari Testarossa. It means redhead in Italian and refers to the red-painted cam covers on its 12-cylinder engine. Lamborghini Countach. While Lamborghini might translate it as wow or oh my, Real Italians know its closest English translation is holy shit. And let's end this short episode with a few terrible car names, starting with the AMC Gremlin. Turns out AMC named a car after a folkloric creature from the early 1900s. This creature was used to explain bizarre malfunctions in aircraft and other machinery. Great name for a car, right? The Ferrari, La Ferrari, which means Ferrari, named a Ferrari, the Ferrari, in Italian. Japanese car companies have a history of some strange names as well. 
Some of them don't really need me to explain their etymology. Their names are either just absurd or mean nothing at all. But they're just so weird I have to include them in this episode. Like when Isuzu named an SUV the Isuzu Mysterious Utility Wizard. Sounds like something Borat Zagdiev would drive. Very nice. Nissan came out with a super long homie van and called it the Homie Super Long. Mazda made an all-wheel drive camper called the Bongo Friendy. Honda misunderstood the English term slam dunk and named an upgrade package for its tiny life model car, the Honda Life Dunk. Mitsubishi also had some trouble with English. I guess hiring translators back in the day wasn't a thing, so they named one of their small, weird-looking cars the Mitsubishi Mum 500 Shall We Join Us. That's a mouthful. What kind of a car are you going to buy, Paul? Oh, I'm considering the Mitsubishi Mum 500 Shall We Join Us. Or perhaps the other small car Mitsubishi sold called the Mitsubishi Minica Lettuce. Mitsubishi also had a five-door car which had a very cramped back seat which they unfortunately named the Mitsubishi Legnum. But personally, I would go with the five-door van Mitsubishi Chariot Grandio Super Exceed. This has been a lot of fun and there's tons of more car names and perhaps we'll cover more of them in the future, but until then... I'm Paul Elves. And this is History of Words. History of Words is written, produced, and narrated by me, Paul Elves. Original theme song composed and performed by Jeff Smith. <laughs>